Welcome to Keepers. We're a married couple who went to France for the 2019 World Cup, fell in love with women's soccer. So naturally, when the pandemic hit, we started a fantasy league for the NWSL. This is our podcast. I'm Holly Wild. Follow me at Wild Woso. That's wild with an E. And I'm Jared Gilkerson. Find me at Jared underscore radio and follow us at Keepers Podcast. Oh, no. It's week 10. I saw the singing coming and I was like, ah, no. Break it down now. <laughs> I'm feeling the intro music this week. Uh, it's time for keepers, time for soccer, time oh, for no. players. Oh, no. It's time to make oh, a no. draft pick so you win the game. Win the game. Okay. Woo. Which I didn't this week. Nope. Mad props to Jeannie. Uh-huh. Uh, she did some killer scouting last week um, and got some great players and some great additions and took took me to school. So I lost. She did. She came out with a high score of the week, too. Yeah. Yeah. High score of the week for Jeannie. She uh, defeated Jared uh, 83 to 47. And then Holly was victorious over Jason 72 to 36. That's Mad right. Props. That's seven wins in a row the now for Holly. Still alive. The streak that everyone's talking about. It's taking the fantasy uh, world by storm. Yes. Uh, this week I've got Jason. Thank you, Jason. And you have Jeannie. So good luck with that new squad. All right, Jeannie, watch out. I'm coming for you. Yeah. So uh, last week we went through Jeannie's entire team, and so this week we're going to do the same for my team because we really, en- I really enjoy doing that with everybody. You know. And I think a lot of fantasy players out there and people who play, you know, can get everything they need in one swoop. Hey, I have that player. What should I do with them? So we're going to run through Jared's squad today. We ran through Genie's last week and it was a success story. It was a success story. Definitely. And if we are recapping bold predictions, it was a super success story because she predicted that at some point this year, Anamanu and um, Balser are going to get me out of the doghouse. They're going to score points this week, and I'm going to get... I will not be in last place this week. We'll go with that. Oh, my goodness. Which they did. Anamanu had 19 points, and Balser had 13. Actually, Midge Purse had even more with 24, which... Qualified Jeannie to actualize her second bold prediction of uh, of the week, which was that at some point this year she was going to score more points than Jared. She did. By almost double. She did. Well yeah. well done, Jeannie. Yeah, you got owned. Nice win. Enjoy your moment in the sun. <laughs> Enjoy Effingham. Enjoy it all, Jeannie. Yeah. Really proud of you. Uh, <laughs> uh, are we just going to roll through, let's roll through the rest of the bowl predictions from last week if we're doing that? All right, so let's do it. Okay. So last week, Holly, right on the not, right on the numbers. Right. You predicted the Thorns would beat the Pride 2-1. to one. I am a genius. Exact score. Mm-hmm. 
I predicted that Morgan Weaver and Simone Charlie would both score for Portland in that game, and they didn't. Smith and Everett did. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I was wrong, but uh, Portland's still rolling. So those are our bold predictions from last week. Uh, let's get into the news. All right, it's what everyone's talking about. The women's national team loses three to nothing to Sweden. Uh, how'd they lose? <laughs> Tell us how they lost so they can win the next one. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it was it was jarring. We did get up. We set our alarms here on the West Coast because, I mean, it's on at one thirty in the morning, but we DVR'd it and then set our alarms in the morning and watched the game. I mean, you know, there's uh, there's a lot of pundits out there pontificating, and I'll, I'll throw my two cents in the mix. I thought the wrong people were starting. Um, and I thought, you know, I mean, you know, I, I think Nair needs the defense to be Nair. And it was like our defense just wasn't where, like, just, you know, wasn't the solid, crazy defense. That, I mean, Nair touched the ball more times than I've seen in like the past three years, honestly, yeah. in that one game. And midfield and offense were not connecting passes were sloppy all the way up the pitch and you know i really thought that like we needed you know if you're trying to save julie Ertz and her injury like great but we needed her in this game because this is our like our, maybe our toughest opponent of the whole tournament and we needed her and we needed carly lloyd because carly lloyd will come back on d and alex morgan won't and we clearly needed more people to deal with the swarm that sweden was i mean they they took what they learned from the last friendly they played with us and they they came for blood and that's what they got and i we didn't it was a pretty even game of disappointment in my mind so like when i look at defense i see a lot of you know, the misplayed corner when Sweden, you know, the wide open corner, uh, no one covering their player, um, turnovers in the defensive zone by the defenders. But then I also see midfielders with bad passes, um, midfielders getting swarmed by multiple players and passing the ball to nobody. And then I see offensive players who just didn't finish, you know, Kristen press couldn't finish with a wide open goal. Um, and um, yeah. the offensive play in Sweden's zone just left a lot to be desired. A lot with the, with the same with the midfielders. So they just were getting swarmed and then we had no way to get out of it. Now, I don't think another team can replicate what Sweden does because Sweden has the athletes to do it. So I don't think New Zealand's going to do it to us or Australia, but that's the book to beat us. You know, it's, but yeah, it's good luck. Yeah, it's off all of our passing channels because you could, I, I, there was even one point in, in the game when Lavelle was bringing the, the, ball up the field and she looked up to pass to someone and then she did this like what the fuck thing with her arms like yeah. wh- why is there no one here and then she had to pass backward it's yeah. terrible yeah so hopefully it bounced back might see some some of the might see some of the uh reserves we'll have to see on saturday um big news in the nwsl world right. amy rodriguez traded to north carolina for Kristen hamilton Haley mace Caitlin Rowland and some cash, 60 grand of allocation money. Holly, thoughts on the trade? I think it's a great trade. I mean, we were talking about this offline and, you know, I think, um, I, I would guess that this was something that was maybe like initiated by A-Rod a little bit, like wanting to be somewhere where she had people around her so that she could shine. And, you know, I think that it's going to be, you know, I, I'm, I bet that it's going to be, you know, her and Jess McDonald in the front for North Carolina this week. And I think that that's going to be, you know, great for them. Against? Against (laughs) Kansas City. 
So I'm not going to steal your thunder, but you know, I, you should give your opinion on this because I think it was well thought out in terms of what both those teams needed. Yeah, you know, I compared it to other sports. So this is my hockey example just because that's the one that came to mind. I'm a Columbus Blue Jackets fan, and they had a stud player, Rick Nash, for a long time. It was like the first big guy they got. But the pieces around them, it just didn't quite work. You had one star player and you just had some other decent pieces, but for what the team wanted to do, it just didn't fit. Yeah. And after a while, they made a big trade with the New York Rangers where the Rangers are like, man, all we need is one star player, but we'll trade like five prospects to get them. And it changed both teams, the direction of both teams for the positive. So I think I could see now that Kansas City is going to have multiple scores and and yeah, Haley Mace have an just wants to, yeah, an ensemble, like you were saying, an yeah. ensemble. So Haley Mace, who was behind, it was in Sam Mewis's shadow and has been playing more since Sam's gone, now is going to be able to be, okay, I'm a starter for Kansas City. Yeah. And Kristen Hamilton, I'm automatically starting even when everyone's back. So it's Hamilton, it's Mace, you got Lara Kett, you got Labonta. Right. So you have it all gives these them space things. to grow and also to, I think that'll be good for Kansas City too because they'll be like this well-oiled yeah. machine. Yeah. And, and to your point, you can't just have one star on a team like that. You have no. to have a couple or you have to have an ensemble. So, yep. you know, A-Rod is going work. to a team with stars. I think that's going to be better for her. Yeah, I think it's going to be better all around. And they play each other this weekend, which is going to be so much fun. I don't know what's really going to happen there. Kansas City hasn't won all year. I don't expect them to do much. I really just want to see what Jess and A-Rod do up front. So, especially fantasy-wise. Oh, pick her up. Because Jared just did <laughs> in our league. Free agency, pick her up if you can right now or even trade for her because I think she'll put up some numbers. Um, okay. NWSO Player Association unveils fair play initiative. Um, Holly, what do you know about this? <laughs> um, it's Not a lot. It says... It's a, a, it's a push for fair compensation. And then I saw a lot of coverage about the league minimum, which is pathetic. You know, it's 22K a year. Um, I was appalled to see Didi Heritage, you know, tweeting that she works two jobs. Like someone who's that good at her sport and is also like working a side hustle. That, that's just, I mean, if we want to put a great product on the field that like she's doing, then we want to support our players more than that. But I don't, I mean, I don't really know what this is. Like, yeah, it's, it's a no more side hustles uh, campaign. Um a third of the players make 22, like 22 Great. grand. Like you're saying yeah. 75% make 31,000 or less. Um, so it looks like yeah. you can share it. There's a hashtag. There's a, a pledge. Um, there, it just looks like a PR campaign. It like is. No one's putting their money behind this. Is and what there I'm is, but the, new, it's, the NWSLPA is negotiating with the league for new collective bargaining agreement. So if that happens, it could raise all the salaries. So hopefully this will just put pressure, more pressure on the Okay, league. yeah. So this is a PR campaign yeah. to put pressure on the collective bargaining agreement. Yeah. I got it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, some league news. The NWSL is uh, announcing a time change for the July 25th match between Racing Louisville and the Spirit. It was a day game. It's been really, really hot back east. So they're just moving it to a night game. So it was an afternoon. Now it's a night kick. It's a 730 Eastern kick there in Louisville. So just keep an eye out for that if you're setting your squad for the weekend. Um, okay. Last week, the Dash beat the Courage 2-1. to one. Gotham beat the Spirit 3-2. to two. Red Stars beat the Rain 3-1. to one. And Thorns beat the Pride 2-1. to one. Holly, anything that stuck out? Yeah, lots of things stuck out. Uh, Groom scored for the dash, and uh, after we told Jeannie to drop Hamilton, she scored for uh, the courage. Sorry. Oh, yeah, I wasn't supposed to say that on the air. That's okay. Yeah, okay. Um, well, you know, other people are out there. 
<laughs> so yeah, that was interesting. Other players. You know, we'll see how she does in Kansas City. Um, I mean, I was psyched about all my players. Robin and Sanchez scored for me for a Washington game. Um, that was a great game. They were down one person on a red card that later got rescinded, and they, they still, you know, they almost won. The score was 3-2 New Jersey, New York. Um, yeah, keep an eye on um, McCall Zerboni because then she's back. Ah. You know, she she scored, and, you know, keep an eye out on her. See what she does. But, you know, I liked... Uh, Watching Mal Pugh in the Chicago game, you know, Balser scored Celia with the assist. Um, and then the rain just had a bunch of own goals, maybe gave Chicago their most goals in a game for the whole season. <laughs> so um, good work. Yeah, uh, Chicago got more own goals. Good work, OL Rain. And um, yeah, and, and uh, my woman Klingenberg with an assist for Portland. So I'm, I, I was pretty happy about all the games this week, got to say. There you go. Thanks, Megan. Uh, yeah, I don't have anything to add on top of that. It was a really fun week because there was there were no donuts. So, you know, a lot of weeks we see like, oh, zero zero draw, one nothing game. I actually thought this was some, you know, there was some sloppy play with the own goals. But I thought there were some exciting games because every game, you know, three of the four games were decided by one goal and everyone scored. So, yeah. Um, some injury updates. There's nothing out there publicly. Uh, let me see if they've updated their website here. No, July 17th. So nothing yet because we're recording this on Thursday. The game started Friday. But keep an eye on Morgan Weaver this week for Portland. She had a nasty collision late versus Orlando. And at first, it actually looked like she maybe hit her head. But if you go back and watch the replay, she was eventually helped off the field. You can see her right ankle was a problem. She, I think when she got it, she actually lost her footing at the same time. And so it lowered her whole body. So she got completely plowed, but then her foot was on top of, I think, the other player's foot, too. So it was just kind of a nasty, she twisted her ankle up. Keep an eye. She might go on the injury list or the injury report, so you could always put her there if you have that in your league, which I do suggest. If you're playing fantasy and you're running a league, make sure you have an IR spot or a COVID spot uh, because that's the only fair way to do it. So if a player gets hurt, you can uh, stash them on your injured list or injured reserve or whatever uh, anyone calls it these days but uh you can't pick up a player after they're hurt and put it on there because that's just dumb um signings this week holly we talked about earlier the big signing was amy rodriguez we broke that down so pick her up for your team that's the biggest signer trade this week for the league so let's get into streamers streamers so the defensive streamers of the week so if you're not familiar defensive streamers. These are players that you pick up from week to week. So you don't like your matchup. You don't like your matchup for your defender this week or your goalie this week. You're like, ah, I need somebody else. So Holly, we were looking at some of the games and we kind of like what Gotham's doing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think they have great outside backs. Yeah. I think you're good with either Didasco or Dorsey this week. Didasco last week, three shots, four tackles and two key passes. That's 11 points. That's what I want in a player. Someone who scores 11 points every week. That's what I want. Yeah. So give me 11 points. Dorsey last week had eight points. Um, so Gotham plays Chicago this week, and I don't see a plethora of own goals coming from <laughs> such a good defense like Gotham. I mean, they've given up five goals in nine games. So if you're just looking for someone, and they could also give you that possible clean sheet. And our cat Hector agrees. Yes. So um, he would also get Didasco or Amani Dorsey. And waiver wire ads, uh, Holly, if you have anything else, but obviously the big one is Amy Rodriguez. I mean, enough said. Yeah, I mean, we have, we've had names in the past, 
in the past few weeks. You can go back and listen to the other shows, but you know, like Ebony, Ebony Salmon, uh, Carson Pickett, you know, there's some the names out there, people to pick up. So, uh, keep an eye, but Amy Rodriguez is the big pickup this week. Oh, I didn't even do the fun waiver wire ad. Oh my gosh. Oh, I hate no. myself. All right. Rewind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not creepy. Not so creepy. those are waiver wire ads. Um, last week, we ran through Jeannie's roster, player by player. This week, Jared said, eh, time for Jared's roster. Uh, I want some help. I'm on a little bit of a skid. Right now, I think I'm five and four and in second place. So we're coming up almost That's on right. the halfway That's point. That's right. So just, let, just uh, I, I, I now own first place solo, unequivocally. Thank you very much. I really wish I had something to make fun of you with right now. No, you need to play the thing that cheers. I, I want that sound bite. Okay. Yay! Fine. Thank you. Fine. Yep. We're breaking this down. So Jared, he's got two international duty players. I'm just going to get up right off the bat. Christy Mewis and Lynn Williams. Holly, obviously, keep stashing. We have three bench spots. Yeah, I mean, you know... It's tough that we have three bench spots and you have the two players that I would absolutely stash from the national team. But I think you have to, I mean, you know, you could hedge your bets and drop one of them if you no. really wanted to. But no. I wouldn't, I would, I would stash both of them because they're both such high producers in the fantasy league. Yeah. We have seven starters and three bench spots in the IR spot. So right now, for sure, I'm keeping both of them. They're just so valuable. I want them to come back quickly quickly now so let's get rid no, of it. no uh-uh don't say that no not, not losing the olympics but you know enough of the hubbub afterwards let's just get back to nwsl action after that they win gold um someone who's been picking it up again after a hot start sophia smith so sophia smith started off with 28 14 and 19 out of the gate that was huge i was like okay drafted her late this is an every week starter and then she got a little banged up and then she was slowly coming back and she was having, you know, weeks where it was four and two or she wouldn't play at all. But then last week, of course, I benched her. I've had mm -hmm. two people I benched incorrectly the last two weeks. And last week she was mine. 14 points on the bench. Holly, what's with, with Sophia, in your opinion? I mean, you should have started her last week because you got to be. Oh, thanks. Donut <laughs> for Ashley Hatch. Th thanks. Uh, well, I wouldn't have sat Hatch after what she did. We'll talk about that. <laughs> I can say that now, but are yeah. you benching Hatch if you had her after yeah. that 27 point week? I mean, I'm clearly making better choices than you all the way around. I can't. So. This is bullshit. <laughs> Go ahead. I mean, with your okay, opinions. Sophia Smith, you know, if she's healthy, <laughs> then I think she's a high scorer in the league because she's, you know, she's very creative in the box. She's hard to defend. You know, she, she makes, she gets a lot of chances. She puts up a lot of points. So, you know, I think it, you know, if she's going to continue to play, you know, I mean, I would, watch you know i think she's it looks like she's trending upward but if if not then you may want to rethink that but for now like yeah i would keep her and start her yeah she's had a few of those games you're right where it's like i'm not starting or i'm coming out early and she's only playing 45 minutes 60 minutes max mm -hmm. and it's, it's it's like as a fantasy owner you go ah i want you to play 90 or give me 85 mm -hmm. but now with weaver getting her and maybe being out they might have to lean on sophia smith being like hey i hope you're healthy and back because you're playing 75 this week yeah so hopefully that's the case so keep her uh, speaking of Morgan Weaver, um, this is someone I picked up a few weeks ago. She's averaging 7.6 points per week, which isn't where you want to be. I want my players to be like around 10. That's what I want. And I'm not getting it. She may be injured. 
after last week, so keep an eye. But week seven and eight, this is why I picked her up, she had 15 points and 10. So it looked like she was kind of on her way to being a must-start every week, you know, with Portland missing their stars. But then it's like, hey, plug in Charlie, plug in Weaver, you got Everett, here we go. But with the injury, I think things have changed. So Holly, with with Weaver here, obviously if she's hurt, injured reserve. Yeah. But I'm also, she's I'm teetering around dropping her again. I mean, I wouldn't. If she's hurt, you know, injured reserve, right? But if she's not injured, I just, I think, I mean, I like her. I think that she 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 takes good chances. I think that with the international plays, players being out, that she's going to get a lot of playing minutes. And I think that she's uh, like a strong points producer. So I think that the reason her per point average per week is low is because she got less playing time, not because she, you know, wasn't like, able to put up points yeah veronica latsko here's where i missed so i benched her last week uh where she scored uh what was it something like 14 or something like that but uh two weeks ago that was but last week i'm like okay i'm playing her um and she got an assist and she's averaging 12 points in the last two weeks she's obviously become one of houston's vocals like you know shea grooms finally starting to play well and latsko i mean come on she's either had an assist or had a goal in the last two games. So she's getting opportunities and I like what she's doing. Now she does have a tough matchup with Portland this week. So I'm thinking again, correct Portland? You made uh, a Yeah, Portland. Oh, you made a look. I was like, "Oh no, is Jared incorrect?" So, let's go. What are you doing with her? I'm thinking about starting her again cuz come on. 12 points average last two weeks. I mean, I don't love her. I think this is a weak link on your team. I think what? that, I, well, I think that, that Houston is a wild card without all of their international players. And so if they gel, great. If they don't, dismal. So, you know, she's, you know, she's very involved in their offense. So if they're clicking, if they're firing on all cylinders, then she's got the potential to put up a lot of points. But I'm not convinced that they've gelled without their international players. So this one's a maybe for me. I like what Houston's done the last three weeks, like two to nothing against the rain. They lost two to one in Chicago. Didn't like that, but then they beat North Carolina two to one, and that's strong. Yeah, um, I mean, I think looking at your roster, I would still play her this week, but yeah, I, she's a uh, she's on the bubble. For I me. just really like the five goals in three games from this team since they lost a lot of these players, and it's like okay, like they're scoring. Uh, I don't know if they're going to score, but they're at home against Portland, and they usually play a little better in Houston. So we'll see. So I think I'm going to see what Latsko does, but I'm really nervous because it's Portland and Gotham back to back. So I may just be like, uh, bench her or get rid of her. I, I, get, I might get a little skittish. Okay, this is the a, this is going to be called the A-Rod Ziara King moment. So I dropped Ziara King from the rain and picked up Amy Rodriguez. So uh, she was just traded to North Carolina, as we talked about, and she's averaging just 7.2 points per game this year with Kansas City. Thoughts on A-Rod? I mean, you're starting her this week. Yeah, I mean, this is the right call. She's definitely a stronger player than Sierra King. I think Sierra King has a lot of potential, but it just isn't there yet. Um, and also the rain is a dumpster fire. I don't know what's so, going on there. I'm yeah. so angry about it. Um <laughs> So I, I think this is great. I, you know, this is a smart pickup. Um, if you hadn't done it, I would have. And I think you start her. Oh, all right. Uh, who would you have dropped in your team to do that? Marazon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's kind of just trending down right now. 
Which I mean, she's played in a different position for the last four games in a row, and yeah. she's like the rain just doesn't Changing have it together. Coaches. Yeah, I mean, one of those positions worked, but then they switched it up again. So okay. all right, let's skip over to another player. We'll go back to another one then. So let's uh, Eugenie Le Sommer, since it's the same team. Yeah. So uh, she's got seven point eight points per game, but hasn't scored this year a goal. She hasn't scored, but when you're flirting around eight, I'm like I, I'm not like completely when you're around like five or six. I'm like, I get, a, I get a little nervous, but she's around that eight point mark. And I'm like, okay, I, and I just am holding out so much hope for her. I've had her since the draft and she looks so good when she was first put on that team and she doesn't look bad. She's getting a ton of chances. So I really just want to ride this out another week. I mean, I, I think that the, I think that the rain are going to continue to trend downward. And I think this is the player on on your roster for me that you bench along with with Mewis and Williams um, because they're, they're, her team just doesn't have it together. Like, yeah, she's got a lot of potential, but I mean, I, I just think mm. that they're they're you know they're uh, a team uh, with no leader and a bunch of disconnected talent that is just not going to click. Um, it's so frustrating. And, and I, I wouldn't say drop her because I honestly, at least in our league, there's no one available that I think is going to gain you more points at the moment. That could change because uh, I think a couple of these other teams are going to catch fire here in a way that we're, we're, we haven't seen yet. But for now, I just venture. I kind of want, maybe I'll pick Ziara King back because I, I, I didn't want to drop Ziara that much because she's on that same offense mm -hmm. and because she got some, she's getting a lot of opportunities as well. I just have so much, there's so much talent on this team. But when you look, since Somer has come in, and Marazon, since they've been really been both been playing consistently, the all rain. Here's the goals they've scored: two, zero, zero, two, one. So it's like, ugh. Like, yeah, I mean, and to me, what are we doing? King and Lesomer, because they're both on the rain, it's six of one half. It doesn't. Uh, the they're other. gonna play Orlando, which they're gonna get owned by Orlando. I like, get their excited sometimes. Is you know, I mean, they've still got Larue and Corniak, and you know, I just think that they have. Sometimes people a, tee off on Orlando's machine. D. Like sometimes Ashlyn Harris has to save eight eight shots to for them to win a game and so that's what gets me excited because orlando has been in those games where like i could see somer having like four shots yeah, on goal no, i just think they're gonna get yeah. pushed around okay. by orlando's offense okay you're saying bench uh here's a player that's been a little hotch and cold uh you heard me correctly <laughs> thanks uh, no you don't you, you can't you oh. can drop cheers for that one on yourself okay come on um Come on now. No uh, the Ashley jokes. Hatch, Bad puns. 9.88 points per game that she's played because uh, she has one game she hasn't played. But so right around 10 points a game. And you look at her and she it's like, I, I just, I get, she's one of those players that's like, I'm nervous every week. It's like Brett Favre back in the day when it was like, oh my God, he's on my fantasy team. He could throw five picks, you know, but also it's like, oh my God, he could throw five touchdowns. So Hatch is either going to have one of these games. I'm just come to, I have to throw her out there because she's either going to have a game like she had 27 points two weeks ago or the week before that she had three. So, you know, another week she's had two, but then 18, you know, and then eight and then 13. So she's, I'm just going with it. She's the home run ball that I need to keep going with because when you sit her and she scores, you're angry and you just, I don't want to sit her, especially against Louisville this week. Yeah. I mean, you can't, you can't miss an opportunity to generate that many points. No. Yeah. So you're going with her? Yeah, I mean, I, I think you have to start her. If you if you have her on your team, you have to start her. Yeah. Uh, Courtney Peterson. This is my defender who I've been like really riding with since I picked her up. She had 23 points, 15, then just four and six. And then she rebounded a little bit this week with nine. 
And so she works, like she plays the game. The problem is Orlando isn't shutting anyone out recently. And I really want that clean sheet for my defender like you're getting with Klingenberg. Yeah. But she's getting shots up. She's scoring, you know, she's, she has scored. So she's that offensively inclined defender. What do you think about Peterson? Still riding with that. I think she's solid. I think that you could also take your own advice and pick up uh, Dorsey or Didasco because I, I think there's that defense is stronger and there's a better opportunity for, you know, for clean sheets there because they've got heritage and goal and their, yeah. their center backs are solid. And am I, and if I drop Peterson, I don't think anyone jumps on her because our league, you know, one defender, no one's really benching defenders. So you're only really four defenders deep in the league and occasionally someone might get stashed. So it's like the five best defenders in the league. So it's really a streaming week to week kind of thing. And I, can't get married to this Peterson thing. Um, and Louisville's had a week off. Here's what I think. Sneaky. It's a little bowl prediction, um, maybe preview. But sneaky. Oh, no, it's not Louisville this week, right? I'm wrong about that. Uh, they play the um, they play the rain. Oh, yeah, the pride and the rain this week. That's my bad. I was getting that mixed up. So they play the, the rain. So it's like you said it's a dumpster fire with OL rain. Could be another donut for them. Peterson could have some success. Uh, I might go with Peterson for, you know, another week and see how it goes. Because, I mean, she rebounded. She got me nine last week. When your defender gets you nine, you go, okay. No, I'm saying she's solid. Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying you have other options. Okay, you're right. I should listen to my own advice. And then finally, Ashlyn Harris in goal. I'm, I can't bench her. She has plenty of games where, you know, she's the all-star and you just want to be like, oh, my God, she's the best player I've ever seen play. Mm -hmm. And then you have other games you go, oh. And that's kind of what happens with goalies. I'm trying to look at her numbers right here. Um, uh, Ashlyn Harris, 9-0, 22, 13, 7, 2, 20, I mean, she does 3, tend to put 12. up. She does tend to put up a lot of points even when she gets scored on because of the amount of saves she makes. That's true. And she saves penalty kicks like a monster. So do you see? Do you see another goalie this week that like oh that you should pick up over her? I that no one has. I mean, I, unless I you want to so. trade Jeannie for one of her goalies because she's stashing. Bados, I would take Bados. Yeah. You know, yeah. And if I could get someone from her squad that we helped her uh, pick up last week, so Jeannie, like uh, Rocky Rodriguez, Balser, let's talk. Um, <laughs> I'm so you know I'm so angry about that Balser thing because remember earlier in the year where I was like uh, Bethany Balser will lead the OL reign in goals this year, and you laughed at me, and I think it's going to happen. She's on fire, yeah, and she's just going to keep adding to the total. I still, until I'm, I'm, back. I'm not sorry. I laughed at you though, just on principle. I mean, I think I, I, you're probably gonna be right at this point, but yeah. You know. So I'm just that's my own little pat myself. Yeah, well, congratulations right there. Yeah, um, except okay. you didn't keep her. Oh, ah! hey, oh no, I never even picked her up to begin with. I don't think I never even had her in my squad. Yeah, you did. You had her for like a hot second. Did I? Yeah. I'm looking back on my team right now. I'm pretty sure you did. And uh, I don't see a balser. Let's see, balser, balser, balser. Don't see it. Don't think I had her. I think I just faked it and couldn't pull the trigger, which is the hardest thing to do in fantasy is dropping someone and doing it. But thanks for running through my squad. Hopefully that'll help. Let's get bold. <laughs> I'm calling a moratorium on this sexy time music for like a couple of weeks. Quiet. It's time for bold prediction. Thanks, Jared. All right, we're getting bold here. Week 10 bold predictions. Holly, what do you have? All right, I got A-Rod and J-Mac both get on the board this week against Kansas City. Whoa, going with the double nicknames there, too. That's right. I like that, A-Rod and J-Mac. Hope they start using that. Both get on the board, so both score goals. Yes. 
That is bold. I was teetering here between the spirit racing game and the OL and Orlando game with like goals bonanza because I think they both have potential. But I'm going down or over, I guess, to Louisville. And I think that Washington and Louisville is going to be a goals bonanza. I think that that game leads the league this week in goals scored. And I'm saying that that game has five total goals or more. Awesome. I hope you're right because I'm starting Ebony Salmon, Trinity Rodman, and Ashley Sanchez. So, And maybe someone from Louisville will actually have some fantasy value moving forward. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, We'll see. They've had the week off. (laughs) Because I benched Marazan, so give me something, Ebony. Yeah. In the books, Holly, you and I, um, is there going to be a week 11 show? No. There might be, you know, keep an eye on our Instagram and Twitter. There might be some like, you know, like uh, I would say like, hey, pick up these players and we'll have some blasts maybe on Twitter for like free agents to pick up. But Holly, what's going on? We are taking a hiatus from next week's show because we are going to Iceland. That's right. We have a few listeners in Iceland. Yes, we do. Shouts out to our fans in Iceland. Yeah. Uh, Hit us up on social. Yeah. Maybe we'll run into you. Coming to your gorgeous country. I can't wait. We're going to see some volcanoes. Yeah. Um, but uh, don't some, fret. Some glaciers. Yeah, we'll be back. And yeah, we're back in August. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll be back. And uh, it'll be at the halfway point, And we'll have some of our halfway awards, our season mid-season awards That's right. show. Uh, hopefully get Jason on as a guest. Talk about his struggling franchise. Jason is the other player yes. in our league league of record player jason uh his just what, what? trying to avoid having you say league Why? of record because you always it's too <laughs> long of a phrase i love it and you don't need it and you say it like fifty thousand. i times. enjoy it uh we will be in iceland so i love how we by the way when we can look at our audience on the map every week i see a little glowing spot in iceland and i get excited and now i know that we're going there so if you listen to the show and you're in iceland Hit us up on social, let us know, and we'll meet up for a beer. All right. (laughs) You can teach us how to say cheers in Icelandic. Yes. So until next week, good luck to your fantasy teams. Get that W, and we will see you in a couple weeks. That's right. Bye-bye. See you in August.